we talked about part two of the Ganon fight. Really liked it. I thought it was cool. The end of the game was good. But the glorified ping pong match. No, no, that's a classic. I will no. have no slander. That is a that is a classic Zelda move. It is it is a classic. It's a classic. That is a skill issue, and you just need to get good. It's just timing. It's just like yeah, it's skill. It's so boring. Yeah, it's you so... hit him, and then you get him with a light arrow, mm. and then you beat the crap out of him. Mm. Like just for the no, and then it gets faster and faster, and you for the biggest bad of all the big bads in all of the lands that that I but play ping of, pong, I play table tennis. Way. Think about it this way: Ganondorf is so confident. That he's gonna wipe the floor with this dumb kid he saw all those years ago. He decides to whip out his ping pong paddle. Don't worry, guys. I got us. Us people who like this game, I'm here for you. I have so much to say about this game. I will say, Jake didn't even know who this boss is. I don't know if you guys can see, but that's it's Volvagia. I don't even remember. He doesn't even remember. He doesn't even remember the fire temple. It's been two weeks and I don't. Oh, well, okay. Wait. Yes, I do. I do remember that because that's that's my my boy, my man. Darunia. Yeah. Yeah. The rock boy. I I love rock those people. That, that's probably one of my highlights of the game. But anyways, welcome to episode one, the official first episode. If you haven't watched episode zero, you should go watch that. You can get to know me and Jordan a little bit more. Episode one of what, Jake? Episode one of the Backlog Club. I In my video, I say the Backlog Club plenty of times to make up for it. I'm just saying. You got to <laughs> say it here. <laughs> when, I, when I'm scripted, I'm good. Because I know Are what you? to say when I'm writing it down. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if... I'm not good at relaying the script. Right. Yeah. Okay. I feel nervous. <laughs> You, because never, I know there's going to be... Because I'm going to shut you down. There's going to be heat. There's going to be heat. Good thing it's a cold day today. <sighs> Do we really need to give this game a synopsis? I mean, it's the, what, fifth time that Link has saved Hyrule in this game? In this series? In this series. Because each Link is different. I didn't do my homework to learn anything about this game. Listen, man, Zelda lore's fun. You just got to get into it. Helps you appreciate the games even more. Even even uh, even ones that may not have aged as gracefully as uh, some people think, but are still quality uh, products. <sighs> okay, yeah, right. we'll we'll get into it. But you know, okay, awkwardness of time. Uh, you start off as a small link, a young link, if you will. Young link. See, I now the all the link characters in Smash make sense to me. So, because I knew Toon Link was from the games like Phantom Hourglass and Wind Waker because the art style is pretty obvious there. But I, I never understood Young Link. I'm like, wh what is the point of having Young Link? Do you know what's actually really funny about Young Link and Smash Bros? What? I know this is a tangent, but um, Young Link has fire arrows, which is something he actually never, never. has yeah. in Ocarina of Time because you're not allowed to use the bow as a child. So... <laughs> I didn't know that. But and I, I think Adult Link has the boomerang. I think he does in Melee. I don't remember. Yes, he does. Which is just another, like, yeah. he just needed a side special, I guess. I guess. It's not like he doesn't have plenty of things. Why don't we just give him the, the heavy boots for one of his moves, huh? Just yeah. 
apparently the heavy boots are such an important thing in this game and definitely not probably the worst thing about this game. That may be the only thing. Well, let's let's discuss real quick. I know I just cut myself off mid-sentence, but let's discuss <laughs> real quick before I, I get into that. You played it on as close to the original N64 hardware as you could, correct? Yes. I mean, okay. with an N64 controller on an emulator. I played it on Nintendo Switch Online because I have the expansion pack, which, by the way, I think is the coolest name for a subscription is the expansion pack. Anyways, that I played it on that. And so there's no cheats or anything involved. I did have save states, which came in clutch a lot of times, mm-hmm. especially when I was just mentally done with this game but i did play it with the n64 controller i also have the gamecube joy cons and uh i did play a little bit with the gamecube joy cons when i was in handheld because it just it made more sense than the switch controllers right uh especially because the c stick is yellow like the c buttons the c pad so i mentally it was just easy for me to flick that stick versus like the switch joy con i like but, that flick that stick Fun fact for any of you uh, viewers, uh, the GameCube Joy-Cons review that Jake did on his channel, it was actually, uh, I was in it. I was part of the Smash Brothers segment. Yeah, he's the guy that uh, whooped my butt in Smash. Hyrule spanking. Yeah. And now Jake's going to receive a Hyrule spanking today. No, I think I'm about to spank Hyrule. All right. I did play it with the N64 controller, the NSO one, and I, I think that's the way to play it. I don't. I didn't play the 3DS version. I'm not going to play the 3DS version, but honestly, as much as I hate the N64 controller, another video, the the hot takes video, I liked it for this game. I think it works well for this game. Would have worked better if it had a second stick, though. If we could just move the camera on our own, but that was a product of the time, so I can't knock it. Yeah, I was going to say, is that really the game's fault, or is that just... But, like, if... The new 3DS, if it was a new 3DS exclusive or just an option that you could use that little nub to control the camera, I would have dropped it halfway through the game to go play the 3DS version. Yeah. Just so I could control the camera. I don't know. I, in the the multiple times I've played this game, I probably played it about three or four times. I've mm-hmm. never really found, like the camera obviously, due to it being a product of the time and them really exploring what 3D space is for a video game, especially a Zelda game, where I think the the last game before this one was A Link to the Past. Yeah. Um, there may have been a couple Game Boy games in between. I don't know the exact order. Yeah, I don't know of, where Oracle of Ages and stuff. Yeah, and in. Link's Awakening comes. I don't know. I know that's before that. Okay. So then that was, so I think A Link to the Past was the one right before this. Mm-hmm. And this is where there's actually a big split in like the Zelda community because people still are like diehard 2D Zelda fans. Yeah. Because they like the gameplay and and the stuff about Link to the Past and you know the the way you can see everything in a top-down kind of view and formulate your plan. Yeah. Um but the camera in, Oc- in Ocarina of Time, I don't know, playing it yeah like there were a couple times where I'm like having to tap the Z target button just to flip the camera around constantly yep. did get annoying, but once I accepted that that was just something i was gonna have to deal with it never really was a huge issue um i will say i I did like how faithful the 3ds version is Mm -hmm. to the n64 version i like that the character models look better i like that some animations have been touched up the great fairies still look terrifying (laughs) um and sound absolutely they make my ears bleed 
um, with yeah. their <laughs> laughs that they've got going on. But I mean, I can understand the camera being a problem, especially, like I said, as a product of the time. Yeah. But I never found it to be too big of a problem once I really was into like getting into the game. Because I started and beat this game in probably, I'd say, collectively like three, three and a half days. I just went through it. But I, like I said, this was your first time, correct? Yep. This was the first yeah. and last time that I played first this game. and last time, he says. <laughs> yeah. It was probably my, yeah, like my third or fourth time. Okay. And like I, I can understand like Pikmin, which we'll get into in a couple episodes. It's a lot better and a lot easier on your second and third and multiple sessions, just because you know what to do. My base problem with the game is not the like because the controls, as bad as they are, any game, almost any game with bad controls, you can nail after hour twenty of the game, but. It is not having much guidance in the game to tell you what to do, what to look for. And maybe I skipped some dialogue boxes that I shouldn't have. But as a Pokemon player, where you can completely disregard anything any character says and you can get through the entire game, with like exception to like the first games, I feel like you have to read every single dialogue box from every single character oh yeah or else you're going to be lost you're not going to know what the heck you need like, there's so many items that you have to get like the fire arrows and if i was not which by the way for the viewers at home halfway through this game i just started watching a walkthrough while i was playing it because i was so lost and just was so mentally done with this game but I was watching him, and I was already starting to walk away from the the water temple after I beat it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I can't I'm do like, that. Why is he? Why is he sitting there? What wait, is he waiting he, for? Wait, he's he's using his ocarina. He's playing a song. What is he doing? I have to go get a song so I can change the time of the day. Oh yeah, you so I can shoot song. an arrow at the sun, and it comes back to me for flames. That I have to know. Did someone is there a character that tells me that? No. So if you when you leave the water temple, look at the plaque that's immediately to your left and you check it. It says when the morning when the when the, the morning sun is anew or when the morning sun rises, shoot, aim for flame or, or something. It it has mm. some poem that basically is telling you, hey, shoot an arrow at the sun when the sun rises and you'll get something cool. I don't go up to every four pixel rock and click on it to see if it tells me I'm going to be honest with you though. There's a lot of things in this game where it, it makes your life a thousand times easier. If you just, when Navi does something green, when she walks over and she's green, that probably means you should try to read what that says. I don't feel like that's on the game. I feel like that's on you just not being a patient gamer. I enjoy Tough games. I like a challenge in a video game, but to me, I don't know. It's a a 360p game because it's an N64 game. And 480 on the 3DS. When you have <laughs> a rock that just has a square on it with probably a couple squiggle lines on it, and it's like immediately after I get out of a temple, and I'm just like, all right, where's the next place I got to go? I feel like that's just bad placement and maybe i'm getting nit nitpicky here to defend myself i will admit yes i i should have read everything that everyone had to say and i did once i learned oh 
that's important. But like, even if one character in the beginning would just say, hey, you should talk to everyone in town to get more info. I don't know. Yeah, she does. She does. The fairy girl who's sitting above the shop in, uh, in Kokiri Forest when you're a kid. Okay, that's explains thing. the Z targeting so that you can be like, "Hey, if you need to talk, you should talk to people," and this okay. is how you do it. That I'm gonna tell you the same thing you told me when it came to Pikmin. You okay. just have to read; it makes your life easier. Yeah, but I told you that I I warned him before we played the game. I said, "Just listen to what Olimar has Man, to say." I didn't think that you wouldn't just like read what characters are saying. I didn't know that's what I was dealing with when you were playing that's the game. That's not the entire thing. Yes, I will say that's dumb. That's on me, especially because I started this game way before we had the idea for the podcast, but I was not, I was, I think I did the one, the first dungeon and that was it. Oh, the but great I did Deku that, tree? Yeah, I did oh, that wow. in May and then I gave up because I'm like, I don't really enjoy this game that much. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, it was, and it was my idea to do it for the podcast. And he wanted it to be our first I wanted episode. To do and it. I said, are you sure? I shouldn't have. I, I just thought it'd be a good game to discuss. And, I and think then it, when I hated Pikmin and I was like, I don't know that I can do this. He's like, well, I finished Ocarina of Time. And I was like, okay, <laughs> neither of these games were my idea. So, okay. Well, you're like, I don't care. We can do whatever. I have to make a decision. Why'd you choose Pikmin? Because I love the game. All right. Well, whatever. <sighs> I got Spider-Man out of it, but you were going to play that anyway. Yeah. So whatever. I'm sure there's games that I will not enjoy. Like, I'm still down to give more Zeldas a shot. Oh, we're playing Twilight Princess. That's fine, because that, that game interests me. Like, I, I've seen things on the story where I'm like, I want to play this game. I just have a feeling there's going to be some mechanics that I don't like. No, well, you can move the camera around independently. That, that is so much infinitely better. <laughs> so you're already like, wait a minute. Is this a good game you're telling yeah. me about? And anything on the GameCube, I'm going to want to give a shot. Play honestly. the Wii U HD remaster. Go get a Wii U. I have a Wii U. I have all so the boot up your Wii U for the first time in like a decade. Um, and Take Nintendo uh, Land out of my Wii U. Oh my gosh, don't even talk to me about Nintendo Land. This is a Zelda podcast. We're not bringing that evil into it. Yeah. I could probably even let you you borrow it because I have it. Yeah. Oh, actually, I'll probably play through it. I have 100% of Twilight Princess. That's still probably, I mean, I, I have to rethink, especially with like, you know, the Tears of the Kingdom that just came out this year. Yeah. But I have to re, I have to reevaluate where, it, it, um, where that game now fits in. But Twilight Princess is still far and away like my favorite. Zelda okay. game I because it so good but um so do, let me ask you a question do you like like puzzle oh you do I love puzzle games I like puzzle puzzle games are some of my favorite games well so we so let's just go over we picked Ocarina of Time puzzle game you know in a sense uh-huh Portal definitely a puzzle game Pikmin I would argue still a bit of a puzzle but not as much it's a puzzle, a puzzle of your own mind more how of a escape, jigsaw puzzle how do you escape the traps that your own mind the stress i i feel like you could boil down a lot of games to being 
puzzle in a way. Well, I mean, really, if you want to get down to semantics, any game, even a game that has combat is just, it's Mm -hmm. combat is a puzzle in and of itself. What moves work to solve the puzzle of defeating this enemy or defeating this boss? Yeah, but there's like, there's, if you looked at any of my wish lists on like Steam or something, half the games are puzzle games. Like the, yeah, there's you, a lot of puzzle games. Do you like slower paced kind of like where you can be more methodical? You don't like like the reactionary action adventure? Well, no, actually, yeah. I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something real quick. Okay. I know I just asked you a question. Yeah, yeah. But I am gonna say, you like the God of War games. Yes. Okay. Love them. Those games were directly inspired by Ocarina of Time and the formula that it put yeah. out. I mean, I obviously, have... it's a character action game, and that's that's still also just like Japanese. I just find you to be a little bit of a conundrum, you know? And I don't blame you. You can like what you like. Yes. It's just, I, I'm not, and I don't want to come across as I'm condescending. To yeah, you. no, I, I, you're good. I mean, you are, you know, attacking one of the goats in yeah. terms of No, I games. expected pushback. I um, expect a ton of pushback in the I comments. I just, I, I can... I just want to know exactly, like, really, if there's anything that, like, you could, that, you know, I could tell you, or that if, if you had information going into a subsequent playthrough, you might enjoy the game. Yeah. Better a it, second time. It's just like knowing I didn't have a ton of expectations for this game. I didn't know what I was entirely getting myself into for this game. Okay. I didn't know, like, I, I knew you wouldn't be like the biggest fan of the Pikmin style. And uh-huh. so to help you like it without spoiling anything, I was like, okay, I, w- I wanted to try and get you to do the Wii version, even though it didn't work out because better controls. I should have pushed you on the Switch version. But that's a different story for a different day. Uh-huh. I told you to read everything Pik- or Olimar says because I know that was my biggest frustration when I played Pikmin 1 was I didn't know that the fire or the red Pikmin were fire resistant. And mm-hmm. that pissed me off when I finally learned, like, day 22. Like, that's how I get past the fiery blowhog. But that right there, that that right there, that is something I figured out immediately. Yeah. And I think that might be the difference is why you struggled with Zelda so much. Is because, like... You call me dumb? I'm not calling you dumb. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the, Zelda is, like, so video gamey in the way yeah. you have to think. You have to think, like, all right, based on... The, the laws and rules of the world that I am in based on yeah. what is programmed, how logistically do I have to solve this? Which is why I think I flew through the game even after having not played it for like a few years and not really remembering. It was like, oh, well, of course I need to use this item to do that thing, to do that thing, yeah. to do that thing. Oh, oh, I'm already to the boss key. Like I, when I was texting you and I was like, hey, I'm done with the fire temple. And then like an hour and a half later, I was like, hey, I'm done with the water temple. Yeah. And you're like, what? And I'm like, well, no, you just go down and you go up and you you play the songs to get the water. You got to get to this room and this room and this room and do this. And you were like, no. You're like, what are you talking about? How do you know that? And I'm yeah. like, I don't know. It, it, it was, I think. It just having, works in my brain. Having more information on how the game works is huge for a game like that. I like pretty much being my first real zelda game real zelda experience that was just like it was it was something i had to get through i had to push through it myself and i so i followed a walkthrough from the majority of the middle of the game and towards the end i wasn't watching it as much like the i don't remember remember what the place is called but the sand one the gerudo fortress yeah 
and you're talking about the stealth section oh that section that, that that's like i just watched him do it because i'm like i don't want to just walk around a labyrinth that that part i i kind of dread every time I, yeah i replay the game it, was, it, it is kind of a like all right why is there a stealth section in a game that really was not built around stealth mechanics but then yeah product of the time like yes. like if it was an optional section because let's be real it kind of is it's just there so you can get to the next dungeon which the dun the dungeon after that is what I was talking about. But, oh, oh, the spirit temple. But I do want to talk about the the jail cell for a minute. The reason you go there is to rescue these people to fix the bridge. Yes, but and also you don't need it, and you also need that. You need to look like the guards or whatever. You need something to get past the guards. No, you need you need to actually complete it so that you can get. It is mandatory. Yeah, I know it's mandatory. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, like, what. Other than to unlock gate, what is the purpose of going there? Why is why do you need to go there other than that? It's to get heart pieces and extra items so mm -hmm. that you can complete the game. Like you get that satisfaction Let's... of like, okay, I've I've literally found everything in the kingdom of Hyrule. Like I have everything. That's that's my point, is like that seems very optional to me to get other oh, items yeah. that I don't need. So just let me go through the gate. <laughs> like, just let me walk past there, and I would feel much better just going from well, yeah. place to place. You, you, you don't need to get those items, but you do need to complete the section to unlock that optional stuff, but also get to the spirit temple yeah. in general. You have, to, you have to get the Gerudo token so that they can, so that you're allowed to walk around and they're not like, yeah. hey, who are you? But that's like, stop. You violated the law, you know. But if the for the for the purpose of the story, the main story, if you just took that section out of it, if you just erased that area, it would not affect the game at all, other than uh, uh, for story wise. See, but I say this as somebody who loves the Zelda lore. It's like world building. You okay. get to learn about the Gerudo and like how Ganondorf, being the only male born every one hundred years, yeah. like rose to power, and how he's kind of turned the they they worship him like he that he's from them. You get to learn about where Ganondorf came from. But why could that not just be cutscene or explained when you see the girl in the the temple? Well, you'd have to read what every character said. If if I'm forced into it, I'm gonna read it. But if I if if there if it's just some dude standing there in the middle of the town square, how am I supposed to know if he's just an NBC that NPC that says the same thing? over and over again or it's this guy right next to him that has very important vital information like i uh, like in pokemon i used to always walk around and talk to everybody and now i'm like that is just such a huge waste of time i will if there's if someone has a trade pokemon that i need i'll figure it out later when i'm completing the pokedex and like oh i have to go talk to this joe schmo in this town and like okay i'll go back and do that now but like if I have to, I don't know, there's just so many things in this game where I'm like, I'm only going to know if I talk to every single person. And it, as I'm saying it, it feels like such a nitpick, like I'm a whiny baby, but it's just like, it's just not my type of game. And I think it's, I, I think it's mostly the sentiment. I'm, that's what, that's how I feel. I'm like, yeah, you really didn't. Yeah. Cause like I can see the cool stuff in it. Like. 
the story isn't bad. I feel like it's also kind of a cookie cutter story, but at the same time, I feel like this game was the cookie cutter and every other game has this, like this replicated game was it. the mold. Yeah. This is the mold. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I can't knock it too much. I think <laughs> I think the reveal of uh Sheik being Zelda. Being Zelda, I think that's that hits about as hard as Darth Vader Darth Vader being Luke's son or dad. So you did not know that when you played no, the game? No, I'm saying I knew that. I oh, you did know it. Because oh, I've okay. played Melee before. <laughs> right, I was just going to say, I'm like, wait, how did you not know that? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like, it hits as hard as Darth Vader being Luke's father. Because mm-hmm. everybody knows that. Yeah, because well, you're, well, and then it was, you know, it became a, talk, a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Like, is Sheik a guy or is, like, does Zelda actually turn into a guy when she uses that magic? Yeah. They came out and said no. Because, like, I just, I see, I see that, and I'm like, as soon as Sheik walked into frame, I'm like, oh, hey, Zelda, I'll mm-hmm. see you in a bit. Like, it's just, it's obvious to me. Like, it, but the story aspect of it is cool, but when it's spoiled in every Smash game since, it's like, okay, that's not very cool anymore. The story just, story just didn't hit hard for me. And there's still, like, puzzles I liked in this game. Like, absolutely loved the ice place. And... I was really disappointed when it was not a full dungeon. And oh, it was just a way to get the boots? Yeah. And that that was the most disappointing thing of all, is it being the worst item in the game that I earned from that. Mm-hmm. But it and like talking I shout out to DC. He's my developer friend and mod. He was telling me stuff about the game I was as I was playing it. I was like, man, I really liked the ice place. He's like, yeah, it's a shame. It was supposed to be a much larger game. That was supposed to be a full dungeon, but they had to cut it. Yeah, I'm like, now I'm even more disappointed because we didn't get more of that. That was my favorite place. Limitations of the time. But why couldn't you just get rid of the ghost place? Because I hated that one. Or the well? Yeah. Oh, or the, or the, the actual the, dungeon. Oh, the shadow temple. Yeah, the shadow, shadow temple. Shadow temple is also my least favorite. How I, do you feel about Bongo Bongo, Jake? <laughs> you know I hate Bongo <laughs> Bongo. I let me let me pull up my note because i despise him okay let (laughs) okay for the well i have having to go back in time just to get one item is beyond stupid i think i think in theory the traveling back in time is a cool thing but just to go back in time for one item and it's not that big of a section it doesn't take more than like 10 minutes I feel like the majority of the time is going to the church to go back in time, to go back to the well, and then go back to the... Tra- I feel like the traversal is takes the most time of that did you, section. Did you play the songs to warp to the different places? I learned that at the end. Oh, man. Because and it, it, that's, that came down to, one, me not reading everything in the beginning. Oh, man. And two... Uh, I, I is that one of the ones? Well, no, you get those as you unlock them. Never mind. Oh, I, I was no. gonna say something else, but uh-huh. the guide I was watching, he just ran around the horse. And honestly, I'm not gonna complain that much about it because I know I'm complaining about oh, it doesn't take much time, but or the the traversal is what takes all the time for that section. But I it was it felt nice to ride the horse and stuff. 
I'm oh, glad yeah. I unlocked that. Epona because... is fun. Well, I mean, she's... I guess she isn't required. You she's can not. get across the Gerudo Desert without her. Yeah. But it's more fun to go get Epona and jump across the crater with the camera angle where you see her jump across with Oh, uh, I guess you do need that to jump across the... You do need that. No, you can use the long shot. The what? The long shot. The hook shot, but the long shot, the one you get from the water temple. Yeah, you just use the long shot. You can grapple across the, the bridge to the Gerudo Desert. You don't actually oh. need to go get a Pona. Oh, the gra I forgot about the grappling hook. See, I I wish I... <laughs> it's one of my... That is one of my favorite items in all of Zelda. And in Ocarina of Time, it's the first iteration of it, so it's like the least refined. Yeah. In Twilight Princess, I'll give you a small spoiler alert because okay. I think this this will make you f you'll like this. You get two of them, so you can grapple to one area and then you grapple to the next area and then like you have a whole so, boss fight where you have to like grapple on walls to get around a boss. I see why you like the game because you're Link Spider Man, you're Spider Link. Yeah. Also, <laughs> it's just it's just really cool that that temple in that game that you you get the the double claw shot is what it's mm -hmm. called. Is is a lot of fun. If it if it controls well, like it does. It. It's it is probably everyone hails. This is really funny. Twilight Princess is basically Ocarina of Time two. It basically like they they tried experimenting with Wind Waker, and uh, like Majora's Mask and Wind Waker, they experimented. They really they needed to get back to. They basically gave Zelda fans the game they wanted. Yeah, like like the real with the, with the the dark tone. The, or the more serious tone. The high quality graphics. Yeah, like with the, the better texture, the more yeah, detailed. The realism. Still still anime looking, but like, you yeah, know. And more they, it was more It was, it was like just more brawl serious. Yeah. Look, and which I really like the brawl look. That's a hot take. But I think, oh no, I agree. Yeah. I like the way Twilight Princess Link looks the best. That's why like I used my amiibos to get all his outfits in, uh, to get his outfit in both Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. And I ran around as Twilight Princess Link because that's my favorite Link. Hmm. He also wrestles like goats, like throws them to the ground. That's the other thing too. Your least favorite item, the iron boots, actually become really, really cool in that game because Gorons. I know I'm spoiling, but it's so funny. The Gorons will charge at you, and you have to stop them while wearing the boots. Yeah, you stop them and then you throw them to the side. Mm -hmm. they're really cool in that in in twilight princess the water temple really for me was and maybe because at this point i was all in on watching some other dude do the puzzle for me because i was mentally drained it was at the end of a long play session i'm going to use that all day long uh and just everybody that i was talking to about this game told me the water temple's worse i got so many people saying, including you, oh, just wait. I have a note in here that just says, oh, just wait. Yeah. Whether it be, it'll get, it, it'll get better. It, it, the game gets good about here. Or, oh, you think that's bad? Just wait till this. And to me, those are not things you say about a good game. But anyways. Well, I was saying that like, as if you, if you don't like it now, Oh, just wait. Because I had pretty much, you had settled in to telling me, you're like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not enjoying this. I don't think it's going to turn around. And I said, oh, just wait. Because I, because people who love this game hate the Water Temple. Okay. Especially when it originally came out because there's, it was just pause, go to the boots, equip the boots, put them on, take them off. Yep. Or no, it put them on, sink 
slowly. So slow. 20 frames per second, mind you, on the N64. <laughs> yep. To the bottom or to the bottom of wherever you needed to go. Mm-hmm. Walk with the boots wherever you needed to go with Link so doing his slow. little waddle. Unequip the boots. Float up. Equip a different item. Yeah. And like not having the fast switch. I, I still don't know how it 100% works with the 3DS, but I assume you just have the boots on the bottom screen. Oh, you can literally assign them as an item and just tap. Yeah. And then just tap, sink to the bottom, untap. Like you get a lot of control. Like if you miss somewhere, you can just untap the boots and you'll float back up and you mm-hmm. can then you can just swim in. Yeah. Like I literally was dodging enemies by e- equipping and unequipping them as I would like bob up and bob and weave up and down. It was like Mario. You press A to like float. It was just kind of yeah. like that. And I was like, man, this is so much nicer than the original. That's why I wanted to play this yeah. version. And like that's that was why the water temple was so frustrating, is just because it's so it takes forever. It's so slow. The like I think you really undersold how slow it is, even though if you followed along at home, which I hope you did, you know how slow it was. But the animation to not only open the menu, but to go from one section to the next because it's just a rectangle it is so slow and then the n64 stick you'll accidentally oh i'm not highlighted on that one just can it not just be where it is i think it might save its spot at least it'll save the the correct menu you're in but having to drag it down every time it takes way too long and i was just ready to be done with it and like the backtracking that you have to do in that game, or maybe the guy I was watching, I, I know I would have backtracked even more. I would have gotten so much more lost if I did it by myself. And it would not have been one of those things where I was like, I am happy that I did it by myself. Mm-hmm. I was happy that towards the end of the game, I gave it up because in that, that's what I was starting to say earlier, in the sand, the, the last actual temple, uh, you get, I started to get it down. I started to understand the game. At the very end, hour 25, I got the game. Right. And doing Ganon's castle by myself, except for one little thing that I had to look up in the stupid torch room, hitting the torch to traverse the place. I I did it all by myself, and I was proud of that. That felt like good puzzle building, but the only reason I knew it was because it literally uses every item in the game, which is something that I love in games. It's a satisfying thing. You have that payoff. Yeah. Because I hate when games are like, we're going to make this item just for this one little section and you will never use it again. I hate that. But this game doesn't do that. It all comes back in the end. And since I had learned everything at that point, I, it felt good. It felt right. I was satisfied until the first half of the boss fight. Learning it, I feel like there's more of a learning curve and maybe I'm just not that quick when it comes to learning this stuff, but I just could not get it down without help in each new spot. And I know if I was 12 years old playing this, like if if I was born at the right time to play Ocarina of Time when it came out, right? I would have set the game down at max like I don't think I would have seen Adult Link. I think I would have put the game down. Oh wow, really? Yeah, three temples in. I think I would have been done. Which I don't even think I would have made it to Temple Two. Because wow, like even as a kid, Mario Sunshine. I've never beat Mario Sunshine. It's one of the first games I ever got. 
I never beat it because I, I was dumb stupid kid that game's really tedious anyway in, in my opinion yeah i still have never beaten it i own it on the super mario all-stars collection yeah. i just we'll play it because i want to play it mm-hmm. i've got one thing that i really want to talk about we'll talk about that later i think this would be a good game and a game that i would fully enjoy if it was completely remade like not just a remaster or a port or anything i don't think the gamecube or the 3ds version does it justice i think a full remake of ocarina of time with every quality of life improvement second stick use say goodbye to z targeting because i think it's silly or at least completely rework it i think it would be a really really good game and deserving of the 99 the number one spot on metacritic yeah I, I did have some issues with Z-targeting because I'm used to how it is in the newer Zelda games where it's a lot more refined. You're not relying on Navi to like, you know, look at the enemy or, or be yeah. be there. And it's not also tied to like your main camera button. Sure, it will flip the camera around for you, but then you can also independently control it. And I think this is part of why I struggle with this section. But my least favorite part and the part I had the hardest time with coming back to playing this game was in the Forest Temple. You make inside, you kill the two wolves outside. Yeah. You go in, all the lanterns go out, and you have to go through the door all the way at the end, and you fight the Stalfos at the end of the, the hall, where you go up to the room where you fight the Stalfos. Yeah. And the way the Stalfos move around you is they just, they move in circles. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that was, that was another, like, small room. I wasn't playing the game how I normally would, because of, for sake of time. Yeah. Um, I had way less hearts than I normally would at that point. I had just the three from the three temples that you you do you know to get to adult link yeah. and so each stalfos hit was like two hearts and I, I was just like what is yeah. going on I, there was a fairy in the corner but then the fairy would go in the wall and then the stalfos would hit me because i couldn't see him and then i'm trying to like flip the camera around but i can't do it while i'm moving because when you flip the camera around your controls flip directions mm-hmm. um, which is something i got used to but that was kind of like my big test is then, you know, getting the distance right and attacking them only when they attacking, attack you. And then you got to do it quickly because later on in the dungeon, you have to fight two of them at the same time. Yep. Um, they're probably my least favorite enemies in the game that I actually was dreading uh, when you are running down Ganon's tower and you have to fight the two Stalfos yeah. while oh, Zelda's yeah. trapped in the Ring of Fire. But man, by that point, I was so dialed into this game, I wiped the floor with those bone boys. Yeah, They, they were gone within seconds, and I had plenty of time to escape the tower, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I'm having fun. And it's like, it, I think after the jail part, after, I, I apologize to all the Zelda people out there, I don't know any of the names for most of the things. Gerudo Fortress. Yeah. The the jail part. It after that section, I enjoyed the game. I think I would enjoy it a lot more now. I still don't want to play it. No, you need time if you're gonna play it again. Yeah, I need I need to heal. <laughs> I need I just need time. And I will never touch the N sixty four version again. No. I, I honestly, I think those quality of life improvements that you might be looking for, it's not perfect, but I would suggest you play the N the not sorry, not the N64 <laughs> version, the 3DS version. Yeah. It is 
it's the reason why when you told me, I was like, I call the 3DS version immediately. Yeah. But maybe I should have let you have that one. But I just would have emulated the 3DS version anyway. With me playing the N64 version, since I had already started it back in May, I was in it. And I, poor stupid me, three months ago, was like, yeah, I'm already a considerable way through the game. One temple in. The, uh, the w- that you can get done in like half an hour yeah. when you start the game. I'm like, this I is... wish you, I really wish you would have said that to me and I would have <laughs> looked at you and been like, oh, poor sweet Jake, start over on the 3DS version. It's yeah. the optimal way to play the game at this point. I was, okay, so I, I was at the part where I went through the forest that you have to do the correct way or else you'll restart. What's that one? Oh, The Lost Woods. The Lost Woods. I, banger I, music i got that is a banger song i got through that section and i was stuck with all the rock people and i didn't know where to go next and instead of looking up a guide i just stopped playing the game <laughs> and that's where i stopped oh in where, May. is that where you have to go get the song yes play for darunia so that his spirits yes. are brought back up and he's like hey i like you and that's another thing that hey, i brother i had a lot of complaints about but at the end of the day, I'm like, I can't complain too much about how many different songs there are and how often you have to play the songs because the game is titled Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. I should expect that there should be music a lot is, of music. is a very, very integral part of Zelda games just in general, actually. Yeah. But really, so now that we're on the topic of music what did you think of the soundtrack in this game it had good. it had some bangers didn't it it's pretty good it's just like it's one of those things where since a lot of youtubers use video game music in their videos i'm like ah, i've heard this song before mm-hmm. like i could tell uh, a lot of i'm a big bob wolf fan and uh he uses a lot of zelda music i think it's mostly ocarina of time it, he uses a lot of n64 music in his streams and stuff and so I'm like, it's the Bob Wolf song. <laughs> what was your What was your favorite of the ones you can remember? Or just tell me what, like a moment you were running through and you're like, I like this song that they're playing. I think it's just Lost Woods 1 because it's the only one I can think of right now. And 2, that's the only one I knew for sure. That's the only one, like going into the game, I knew Lost Woods was that song. Like, right. If you said, what song is this? I could have told you Lost Woods. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, I can't really think of a ton of songs. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a good soundtrack. It's like, it's like the Pikmin soundtrack for me. It's, it's good music, but it's like, I don't know. I also struggled just with like actual songs. I, I shouldn't say actual songs, but like songs on the radio for the longest time. Right. I didn't know the names of songs until I was probably in middle school-ish. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, that song. I like that song. And so like video game soundtracks where there's no obvious title in the chorus, I'm not going to tell you what theme is what, but it's it's just good music. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to put it on my my Spotify, but you know, go listen to the song Gerudo Valley again. Yeah. The song that is played in the desert section. Mhm. That is that is probably one of my favorite Zelda tracks of all time. And then there's, you know, there's Zelda's lullaby, which is in almost, it's, it's Zelda's theme. It's like her, you know, the do, 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 you know, that one. Yeah. That one's, that's good. You played that one a lot to get things yeah. moving because when you see the Triforce and stuff. 
Yeah. Do you know, actually, funny fact, um, when that game came out, Ocarina Maker saw like huge boost in sales. Oh, yeah. Well, see, that was the thing. I didn't know until we were playing this that the, the Ocarina was an actual thing. It was real. You didn't know that. actually like the oldest recorded musical instrument in history. Yeah, it's just like a thing with some holes in it. Yeah, you know? I thought it was just something that nerds carried around because I knew it was in this game because of the title. Mm-hmm. Because there was, we went to high school together. I don't know if we said that, but there was a couple of kids in our grade and many in our school that would just have one in their pocket at all times. Oh, those are real gamers. And so I'm like, I you had one. Zelda nerds carrying I had it one. around. I had one that was on a necklace. It yeah. was, uh, yeah, I didn't know it was an ocarina when I got it, but it was, it was like a little, it was like a, had some like Native American um, paint on it. No. Afterwards, and I, as I was a kid and I learned how to play the Lost Woods on it. Okay. I also, when I was in band in middle school, uh, you know, because we went to middle school together yeah. as I recently yeah. just was. as you learned recently. As I learned recently, apparently. <laughs> um, I did like when we would have practice like before the beginning and like at the end of the, the band period. Yeah. I would, I was practicing Zelda's lullaby on my clarinet. Yeah. And I almost, while I was playing this was like, yeah, I should go get my clarinet out of the garage and like try to play Zelda's <laughs> lullaby again. And then I was like, no, I need to finish the game. Yeah, you should. You, should. <laughs> you, you mentioned the, the fire dragon. I, I have a note here saying fire dragon, baby easy though. That is the entire note. That's a, that's an odd note. Yeah. Oh, some of my notes are just rage filled full paragraphs. And some fire of them. Fire dragon, baby easy though. <laughs> that's what that sounds like. And then another one is just copying metroid i wonder what that could be i saw that i actually when you were like had your your ipad here in the middle i read that and i was like i'm not even be gonna begin to address that because there's so much there that i'm like no nah, i'm offended but you you know exactly what point i'm talking about no i don't really are you talking about the are you talking about the water temple are you talking about the spirit temple the very about- end of the game before you get to the second half of the boss fight or the castle is imploding, so we have to leave under this strange timer. Metroid didn't invent that mechanic. I don't know where it came from other than Metroid. So oh my god! That's the only game that I can think of right now that includes that, and it's included Metroid. in every Metroid game I've ever played. Metroid did not, just because it's a staple of like, <laughs> all right, you've completed the mission, now escape the planet. I don't think it was a bad thing. I didn't say it was a bad thing. It's just a note. All right. It's well, copying Metroid when you're like, what was copying Metroid? It was a quick it, note. It feels like your notes are, are <laughs> writing checks that your opinions on this game can't cash. Well, that's because my bank account's empty. Same. It's that's why we're doing a podcast. True. Patreon or channel members, whichever one we've decided yeah. to do at this point. I don't know. I, I made the Patreon, so. <laughs> it's, I mean, you could just close it. Yeah, which I did with my personal channel. But anyways. Uh, what, was, it not, was it not getting any money? No, it's just, it was, people were just signing up to be a member, even though I'm like, don't be a member because I don't have anything there. And I'm like, all right, I have more members. They than, just wanted to give you money just, to support you. Yeah, but it's just, you know, that's what it is for Look the Look at this part. guy over here with a conscience. No, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. You want to give back. I, I want to actually give you something for money. I feel like a lot of my notes have been hit. Oh, here's the thing. And I know that you're going to have a rebuttal for this, so prove me wrong, please. Why do rupees 
even exist because I feel like there was other than like optional stuff, like you said with the the jail cell stuff. Like there's optional things there that are nice to complete the game, but I think I only bought one thing with my rupees. Other than that, I was maxed out the entire game on rupees. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, just in case, so you know those like sludge monsters, the like likes. The, the little worm looking sludge monsters that like would like grab you and try to yes eat you that's why because they can eat your stuff they can eat your red tunic they can eat your blue tunic they can eat your hylian shield oh uh. so if you if that happens like you're screwed you don't have a shield if you get your shield eaten by a like like you have and you don't have the mirror shield yet you don't have a shield yeah. So you have to have some they can't be like, "Oh, well, we took your stuff forever. Haha, ha, sucks to suck." Yeah. Like complete the rest of the game without a way to defend yourself. Um so like the all the tunics can be bought and you, like you don't have to go through the ice ca- I mean you do to get the iron boots. Yeah. But you don't have to like unfreeze King Zora. You can be that kind of like anarchist. You can go just go buy the tunic. You can buy the blue fire from the shop in Hyrule Castle Town without needing to actually go into the ice cavern to get it to unfreeze King Zoran. He'll give you the blue tunic. So to simplify it, it's for BK Randy's. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. For my mom who doesn't know what that means, that's bad kid random. Yeah. Um. Also, those like likes, they they will sneak up on you. I I didn't get hit by one in my in my playthrough because I. You're talking about the guys that you throw the bombs into the mouth. Yeah, the little the little Sarlacc just, Star like, Wars looking. Yeah, yeah that okay. look, So you yeah, shoot yeah. them with a fire arrow and they die instantly. Oh, see, I just threw bombs into their their big old sucker. Yeah, but that takes a couple bombs, right? It's two. It takes two. It was just a but couple, like yeah. you got to do that as they're walking towards you. And for me, that's a little nerve wracking. So I just shoot them with fire arrow, mm. and they just they die pretty much immediately. There was only the one in at the end of the game in the castle that I struggled to throw the bombs into other than that. So that guy, you can snipe him with a fire arrow yeah. from like across the cavern. That would have been nice to know. Mm-hmm. But that's also a section where you need arrows. And I, I felt like I was, even if I knew that I probably would have gone with bombs just because you use arrows a lot in that mm-hmm. section. And so I was like worried I'm going to run out of arrows. Cause there were some points in the game where I would run out of, said item i need i can't remember because i don't know any of the names of enemies or anything the guys at the towards the end where they're like on the pedestal and you hit them to knock the little guy out and you have to hit you have to chase the little guy around floor masters yeah the hands yeah i yeah yeah. oh no not the hands because there's the hand enemies that you hit them and then they split into three Okay. That's different guys that I'm not talking about. I don't know if that's what you're talking about. No, uh so you They're like in their own rooms and it's like an octagon that they sit on and then there's just a little little man running around and you have to catch him and hit him to I don't know. Oh, you're talking about in the fire temple, the guys you throw the bombs at and they like do the spinny yeah. dance. Yeah, the the dancing guys. Which, if you didn't know, so you figured out to throw bombs at him, right? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was watching the guy. Well, so, at that so that's point. the thing. The Gorons, if you read what they say, they uh-huh. tell you how to complete the temple. Like the Gorons will tell you, okay. "Hey, there's an en- if there's an enemy that looks like it's dancing, throw bombs at them. And throw I, the Goron crop at them. Yes. So then I did. you think, bomb flower, bombs. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Ibombe, you know, Wakanda forever. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I did know that, and like that was at the point for the that was before the Water Temple. Well, yeah, the intended order. Yeah. Just, just real quick, so we can establish. You can do it do out it. of order. You, yeah, you don't have to do them in perfect sync. Oh, some yeah. of them, some items you have to get from certain dungeons. Okay. But the intended order that the game wants you to go in is fire, water, no forest. You have to do the forest, forest temple first. first. Yeah, forest, fire, water, spirit, shadow. Spirit's the one where we have to get the well in the past. Yeah, you have to get the silver gauntlets yeah, okay. to move the big blocks. You you work with the desert lady, which has my favorite boss in the game, the spirit temple. Oh, this the well in the pat. This the spirit temple is the desert place. Okay, the 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 so bottom of do... the the bottom of the well. That's the one you're supposed to do last. That temple. No, no, the shadow temple is the one with the with Bongo Bongo. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah, that's the one that is intended to be last. Because mm-hmm. you need the uh, lens of truth to get to the yeah, but like you can, I, I did that, I did that one, and then I, I did the sand one last. I always do spirit temple last. It is my favorite, and I do it last. The the one with the the twins, the, the twin old, Rova. That is my favorite twins. boss battle in the whole game because I think yeah. that's so cool. The absorbing of the energy and then shooting it back at them. Yeah, that one took me a bit to get down. It, well, the second phase, especially knowing you have to absorb the three different you have to absorb three of the same type yeah right yeah yeah my notes for that was uh the boss was so easy for the last boss before the dwarf man mm-hmm. and i like i it was a cool one but i just felt like it was too easy no it is easy especially when you know like you yeah. figure out what to do it's pretty easy but i just like mechanically that that one is it's cool is like a puzzle boss yeah like oh okay three of these or I I take the shoot the the ice at the fire and the fire at the ice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's just finding the balance for me between something that's like painfully obvious and something where it takes you hours just to figure out the idea of how to beat something mm-hmm. that like I want a boss or a temple dungeon whatever you want to call it I want it to be difficult enough that you use the game knowledge that the game is given you, but it's not just like, oh, you just got this thing, and here's exactly what you need to do this in order to beat it. I don't want that. I don't want, like, there's a lot of games nowadays that just shove it down your throat. This is how you beat this. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. But I also don't like when it just tells you little to nothing and you have to walk around every inch and talk to every single person just to figure it out i want just a little bit of a nudge i want a nudge yeah they're definitely better about that now and i think it's also a product of the time it's a product of the time and also i just think that's how those that's just kind of how old games work well not old games but i think specifically like the people who who make Zelda games, I think that's what they like is you you have to immerse yourself in the world. Yeah. And you have to be like, all right, I have to ask everybody what the heck is going on. I, yeah. Somebody can tell me something. It's that sense of exploration, that sense of pride and accomplishment. It feels like, because like sometimes when I play a game with someone, like I love Super Mario Strikers and I'm playing with someone who's never played the game before and they're like, okay, 
what are the controls? And I'm like, all right, A to pass, B to kick. You're good. And then I start headbutting them three minutes in, and they're like, how are you doing that? I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, hit Y to the headbutt. And then I, I steal the ball from them, and they're like, how do you do a steal? I feel like some points the devs had just gone over it so many times just making the game that they forgot, oh, this guy won't know how to do that because they don't have the knowledge that we have since we made the game, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think it's also just a thing of old games before they dumbed it down for us people because they were still going from arcade games that have to be super hard so it can eat quarters to yeah. be a game that you actually want to stick around and play for 40 hours. And I think that's why I think if it's a, a remade game, it would be so much better. If it was made today, it would be a phenomenal game. Yeah, I do think that was probably in the game or in the era where they made games hard. They were just like, no, we're going to make this game supposed to kick your butt. Yeah. And then, you know, we had that era of like, all right, everything is super easy because we want people to have fun. We don't really want people complaining because we want yep. them, which was like the PS3 something. Mm -hmm. There's very few games in that era that are like. We want you to come back for the DLC mm -hmm. and we want this to tide you over until the next game. And that's fine. That's what I like. I just don't want to feel like I'm an idiot and you're telling me in the game, hey, dummy come over here but i like that's why i love dread so much i was so over the moon when metroid dread came out because it was so difficult and i think that that game even has a bit of it doesn't explain enough to you but i think that's just a thing with metroid what do you, as a whole what do you mean like not knowing you can shoot a, a block so that you can progress to the next section is it so then they actually had to add a tool tip because people complained too much about it even though that's even though there are enemies up there that you could could see like i should be able to get there somewhere let me let me shoot this it's not like i've been shooting other blocks for the past two hours yeah to get places. I, not necessarily that but like no i know that's just me ranting about, about that the, specific about that one dude about that specific instance yeah like i keep saying things there i'm like what are you what are you talking what are we talking about like in metroid it's uh like when you have to find the next piece i always get lost after i unlock something new like the i literally can't think of a single metroid item right now but you unlock something new and that point where it's the like you've suit. got the the forked road you can go this way or you can go this way to actually go to the next thing you need to unlock and it doesn't tell you which way you need to go i almost always go the wrong way and then I get lost, and I'm like, I would have just gone right instead of left, which is like, it's a nitpick. Mm -hmm. But, but that's then what sometimes, I feel like this game is full of. Sometimes you find, actually, I, I agree with you. Sorry, I know I just cut myself off, but I, I agree with you. I yeah. do agree. Sometimes this game is like, okay, well, you needed to go into the left door first because yeah. there's a small key at the end of that yeah. door. So there, you, you, you get to a chain door now. It's like, all right, well, turn around, go the other way, figure it out. Yeah. Little baby, you're an idiot. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I agree. And uh, a lot of the times, though, the fun of like a Metroid game is that when you get lost, you find other things, or you can find new power ups, or mm -hmm. like uh, you know, like energy canisters or missile tanks yes. and stuff like that, or power bomb canisters. Yeah. 
Um, but in this game, I do agree there, there is a little bit of like, if you don't know, you need to go left and you go right. And then you, you hit a dead end after you've done so much work yep. and you can fight two Stalfos and not know you actually needed to go into the other room or something. That's not in this game. That's just an example. Yeah. Something difficult. Or you get to an entrance and you had no idea you needed Din's fire. Yes. And you have no idea on where the great fairy fountains are. Yeah. I always, always go and get the doubled magic meter in Death Mountain. Mm-hmm. Because having a low magic meter, especially when you do the end boss fight against Ganon, you're actually screwing yourself over. I ran out of magic at the end. Yeah. You did not know there was a doubled magic no, meter, I did you? I don't think so. Yeah. So that's in the Death Mountain crater for future reference. You smack, you know those two rocks? <laughs> that's a good one. Future reference. For future reference. Yeah. Yeah. When I'd never play this game again. <laughs> <laughs> the more I tell you, you're like, why did it not tell me that? No, if you smack the rocks with the with the hammer it breaks them and right there is like an entrance mm. to a great fairy fountain where she'll double your magic uh did you also know that if you get the golden gauntlets in ganon's castle you then go back outside and you go where i think din's fire was located as a child mm-hmm. um, and you summon the great fairy in that in the future in that area uh, she reduces all the damage you take from enemies by half So you can fight Ganon, and he does half the damage he normally would. <laughs> See, not the biggest deal, because, again... I don't know, I, that reaction kind of made it seem like it was a big yeah, deal. Yes, if I was playing the 3DS version. If I was actually playing on an N64, would have been a big deal. What saved the game for me was save states, because I cheese the heck out of this game with save states yeah i did not have that luxury yeah it would have taken me twice the amount of time i don't know how what my final runtime was but it would have taken me a significant amount longer to finish the game if i didn't have save states because there were a few bosses where like bongo bongo i had to save state after every time i hit him because there's just no way I would have spent hours at that boss just because Z-targeting Z is terrible. Oh, you Z-targeted Bongo Bongo? Just to flip around, just to try and get, because I'd always get turned around, and then I couldn't, I couldn't spin fast enough because there's no right stick, so I have to physically run in a circle to try and get my camera to face back towards him. You didn't just hold the stick the other way and Link just ran and then you tapped the button? I don't. Mm, I mean, they're still tapping the button to Z. Well, I mean, but you don't have to, you don't actually have to run in a circle because Link will just turn around. Hmm. Either way, I Bongo don't... Bongo, I pretty much stood literally in one spot and I just went arrow, arrow, waited for him to come, shot him, attack, hmm. attack, attack, stood, flicked the stick to wherever he went, arrow, arrow. It was, I did it in like five minutes. I think that it's very possible that I, instead of doing a physical circle, I did just turn around. Okay. It's just like, like hold straight back but the camera just moves too slow and he is too fast yeah he recovers so fast Mm -hmm. it is so hard and he goes in a circle over and over again and when the camera goes slower than the guy i'm supposed to fight i have to either hope that z targeting works or go the opposite way of him so i can match up and I, i was just using 
save state after save state after save state. And I had to do that with him. And I had to do that with Ganondorf. Gan the Ganon fight at the end was the best. I actually really enjoyed part two of the finale. Like the, the, the way they used lighting where you can only see his, like his full form when the lightning strikes. Did you notice I, that? I feel like it was pretty well lit for me. Oh, well know. maybe they updated it with the emulated version. Maybe. In the original, like he was just a black silhouette and you only saw hmm. like him, like the full form, like when the, the lightning was striking around. you. I feel like I had like full detail. It was like, it was pretty bright. With all mm. the fire for me. I don't oh, okay. Know. But yeah, I I just really liked that fight. It was it was fun. It was challenging. I used the knowledge that I had and the hammer. The hammer. Yes. Yeah. See, you like did, you and, didn't have the big Goron sword, did you? See, like there's some things where you just say it, and because I don't know the name of everything, I'm like, I don't know if I. It's that. It. It's it's literally like the two handed. You probably didn't because you have to do a so. huge long. I doubt you did that quest. Yeah. It's like the only like it's a trading quest. So you have to trade up to you have to trade up to the uh up to the big Goron sword. And it's the only it like it does double the damage of the master sword. So like all the boss fights just like take less time. Could they not just put a sign in in the ground and with an arrow say good sword here? Yeah, that probably would help. Like I don't know. I think it just knowledge yeah is just what i need to enjoy this game uh, like I, i'm a broken record now mm -hmm. but knowledge and <laughs> actual decent controls in this game is saved for me i don't i and hearing you say that i don't necessarily blame you because i like i understand it is obtuse and I, to me it's just like oh well, i've just done it before and i enjoyed it and it's fun to do it now yeah. it's like playing through it as quickly as possible as I was, like trying to do everything quickly was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, another quick thing I wanted to tell you: Did you know jump attacks do more damage than regular slashes? Nope. Do you know how to do a jump attack with nope. Master Sword? Oh my gosh! That wait, uh, oh wait, wait. Where he when goes, you're Z, you're Z targeting and you're holding, yes, and he does yeah, that yeah, jump. Yes. Those do more damage. So if for like a boss yes. like Bongo Bongo, when he's on the ground, you Z target and you just mash the A button. So Link. Does jump attacks? I did. I did know that. I did. Those do more damage. That was something I could I piece together on my own, just because, mm -hmm. like, I mean, I did that with the skeleton guys and stuff because it was just easier to hit their head because their shield wasn't up there, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Like with with the combat, it's just like the most insane AI defense in any video game. I feel like, especially in the Gerudo Fortress, right, with the ladies who like. You can't hit them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and if they hit you hit with that spin attack, you're done. You're going back. Yeah. You're back in the hole, bud. So for like literally every boss, every enemy in the game that I couldn't, that I had to use my sword to kill, I would just spam. I would run around dad, dad, them dad, 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 and dad. spam. Yes. Link was screaming. He was the most talkative he'd ever been in any Zelda game. I don't know if that's. I think he's just panicked, screaming. <laughs> I mean, it, when, you're like it. You're going like this, basically. Well, when you when you eyes the word, Cat! you exert more power. Yeah. Okay. Let, let's talk about. We talked about part two of the Ganon fight. 
really liked it. I thought it was cool. The end of the game was good. But the glorified ping pong match. No, no, that's a classic. I will no. have no slander. That is a that is a classic Zelda move. It is it is a classic. It's a classic. That is a skill issue, and you just need to get good. It's just timing. It's just like yeah, it's skill. It's so boring. Yeah, it's you so... hit him, and then you get him with a light arrow, mm. and then you beat the crap out of him. Mm. I just for the no, and then it gets faster and faster, and you for the biggest bad of all the big bads in all of the lands. That that I but play think, ping pong. I play table tennis. Way. Think about it this way: Ganondorf is so confident. That he's gonna wipe the floor with this dumb kid he saw all those years ago. He decides to whip out his ping pong. He paddle. decides that not only is when this kid comes in, is he gonna be playing the organ, the organ that was literally like not only is he playing the music you hear as you mm. ascend the tower after you do all the challenges. Yeah. He's just like, I'll give this kid some music. I'll let him, I'll let him have I'm gonna have some fun. Yeah. Not only is he so smug, he's playing the organ, he then thinks that he can really just deal with you by just throwing some some little baby tear magic at you. Yeah. And then Link hits it back and he's like, oh nice. Let's let's do this. And then, you know, he hit overconfidence was his downfall. He was and then he, you know, he tried to do a spirit bomb. And we're just like, well no, we're just gonna shoot you. You've learned nothing. Also product of the times, that's what I will say. But it is a Zelda classic and I, I will just have no slander. Think just from my perspective, game that has been touted is the best game of all time by many people, by critics and players alike. Best game of all time. It's got all these different. Okay, I was going to say cool battles, but I just complained about the combat. It's got a lot of cool aspects to it. It's a long game. It's a monumental step forward in video game history. And I spend 30, 40 hours beating this game and Ganondorf, the guy of legend that I've heard about for all of my life. And I finally, 24 years into my life, I get to sit down and play Ganondorf and it's a ping pong match. I don't care if he's all cocky and stuff. Cool story. Cool story, bro. Just say, but you have to look at the context. You couldn't just get, like, give me a good, like, Metroid Dread boss fight. One of the well, sickest boss on. fights But we're not going to compare two games that are like nearly 30 years apart. I know, but... That's okay, not fair. necessarily fair. Yeah, because like it's the same complaint I have with the, the Bowser fight in 64, which is right next to it. It's just, it's so lame to go through all of this game but you gotta to think. go... Ding. But you got to think, though. Like, Ding. you're a kid who is maybe 10 years old in 1997, a three-dimensional video game is something you never thought was even possible. So you give me a two-dimensional boss fight? How dare you? <laughs> no, for real. It's a 2D game. It's a 2D boss fight. You just get to I, I'm not saying limits of the, the hardware and the fact that this was like the first 3D Zelda game are necessarily an excuse for the grievance you have yeah. of not liking the ping pong boss fight. I think it is fun. It is like a different kind of mechanic. And it's also a callback to when he used Phant like to the, the Phantom Ganon fight. I think it is a fun little mechanic that also shows 
Ganondorf's character. I think it also shows just how cocky and overconfident he is. Because even after you beat him, he's like, how? How did this happen? I was so sure that I had this in the bag that I I thought I could just do ping pong. Yeah. Um, I just, mm. for, for me, the context of it all is is, it's just, it's funny. It's funny that he thinks that he can just play ping pong with you and somehow he's still going to win. I just... Uh, I I just don't agree. I don't even I, honestly. I don't even think it's a cool story beat because, like, if I was watching this as a TV series and the end was just back and forth, I would be like, "This is the lamest finale ever." This is like the that '70s show finale when it just spoiler alert it ends with a countdown to 1980. <laughs> like it's yeah. just it just feels so lame. I, I don't know. I just. If it wouldn't have existed, if it was just you do the the second part of the boss fight, the actual Ganon part first, then the tower crumbles and you leave, and that's just how the game ended. Way way better game. I don't think it's a bad part for the the middle when you do the shadow version of Ganon. Mm-hmm. That part is fine, but then to do it again, if you want to mention that, I totally forgot about that part. That the shadow part. Just again, that just feels even lazier to me because that that was a cooler part because he comes out of the the pictures and you got to make sure you're you got the right one. So in my mind, though, with the whole with with the Ganon part two, I think the other reason for me that that section is so cool. Yeah, is because it's like, oh, he's not playing games anymore. Like he has given up on trying to do this as Ganondorf. Mm-hmm. He is literally like. What's the word? Oh my gosh, I can't think of words. He's like reverted. He is reverted to literally like this this primal beast. Yeah. All to just kill this little fairy boy. Yeah. And I think it's so, it, like th- that's why this I like all that story beat stuff is cool because he's so cocky. He thinks mm-hmm. he has it nailed. He gets clapped, you know, cuz he gets he, his his he, his ping doesn't pong apparently. <laughs> his ping doesn't pong. His ping does not pong. Um and so he, you know, dies or whatever, just passes out or whatever, you know, he does yeah. while the tower's crumbling. And then he rises from the ruins of his, like, this big castle that you, like, yeah. had a whole cutscene for when you walked up. And he's just, like, this giant pig demon. Like, are you kidding that, me? That's cool. I, like, 100%. That is cool. That's- but I think it's cooler with the dichotomy of... He was like he he tried some wimpy stuff and now he realizes like I can't play games. I'm going all in. Yeah, but he like he did the wimpy stuff when he wasn't physically there doing it halfway through the game. And then now he just does the same thing but present. That that's where I'm like that's such a lame for a finale. That's so lame to me. Did you know you also could reflect the uh the ping pong with a with a bottle? The bottle? Yeah. Why? Because because of the swinging animation of because the bottle. Of, anything can be a ping pong paddle. I'm just <laughs> saying. Here's the thing. You also just have to understand. It was just a, it was the limitation. That's what they could do. You got a lot of assets loaded in that room on that small little on the small memory. Yeah. That those cartridges and that console had. I get it. I'm not trying to convince you that it's good. Yeah. I am just making cases Excuses for why. For I'm just making cases for why in context and also. Like it's realistically, that's what they did, and then you still got the big pig demon yeah. thing at the end. 
So it's not like you were really robbed. I, I, sure, it's kind of sure it is kind of lame because it's just a ping pong match. Yes, I like it because I, in context of the story, I find it to be cool. I think it's, I think it's really, really. I think it's it it, it shows a lot of character from Ganondorf, who you really don't interact with that much no. throughout this game. And I feel like it was just another thing. Like, so again, first time playing it, when you get to that point, forever and ever, you know that the cool boss fight is coming after all this. But for me, I get to Ganondorf and I know all the context I have is this dude is the dude. This is it. And Mm -hmm. so when I spend all this time to get here and I'm like, finally, this is it. There's probably three stages of this guy and all I do is a ping pong match and then the tower starts to crumble and with my knowledge of metroid i'm like this is it really i just played ping pong with this guy and then the tower's crumbling and it's over and it's like okay yeah it's redeemed by the pig the pig boy but it's the pigman my <laughs> uh, my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined and your at that game is in your game is ruined yes like All that right. was the nail in the coffin and as cool as the final final boss battle was I, it wasn't enough to redeem it for me, so I have a mm-hmm. bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I just don't feel like that's fair, though, to be like, oh, look at how they iterated upon it. But that thing, my plan, that man, that really sucked because I was expecting something like 20 years later. I, I, see, I, don't, I can't say it's a limitation of the time because I, I know within Ocarina of Time, there were much cooler boss battles. That's true. There were much cooler things in except almost for Morpha, every box. except for the water temple. Yeah, that one's stupid. The water temple, but I think that's worse than the ping pong. Yeah, yeah, I would rather do the the twin grandmas. I would rather do the fire dragon. I'd rather do the ice one. Didn't really have a final. Would boss. you rather do Bongo Bongo? I would rather do Bongo Bongo. As much as I hate the reason I hated Bongo Bongo was because of the controls. So give me Bongo Bongo with good controls, better. Better than full Ganondorf. Game is one of the goats, and I think a lot of people look through it through rose-colored goggles when they say, yeah. oh my gosh, it is the greatest game of all time. Because I don't think that. Yeah. But I do understand when it came out, what it was trying to do, what it actually did in terms of... Because you know the lock-on camera system that's used in every game today. Yeah, it is, originates from this game. Is born of Z-targeting, yeah. right? So... um. Not that that's like, oh my gosh, but I do, I I really do think this game earns its spot as, you know, in the top 10 greatest video games of all time. It's up there with like Final Fantasy VII and what's the other, what's some of the other, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, I think is another one. that's Super Mario 64. Super Mario 64, um, because I mean, well, that game, that game's wild. See. I would I mean, I think Super Mario 64 wild. is a lot better than Ocarina of Time because I'm a Mario fan, so it's not very fair. Mm-hmm. But, but man, I struggle with those controls more than I struggle with Ocarina of Time's controls. Oh, yeah, no, I'm literally my next sentence is I still think Super Mario 64 aged poorly. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's I think it's only deserving of being on the theoretical Mount Rushmore just because it's it was so revolutionary at the time and i think ocarina of time was too but 
Mario came out first, <laughs> and it's so it's like Doom was the first 3D game, but like the first like real 3D game to me is Super Mario 64. Yeah, and now it's Ocarina of Time is downgraded to the first 3D Zelda. It's like I don't know, it doesn't hit as hard. So like historically, I have more like I give more to Super Mario 64 than I would Ocarina. Sure, I don't know. Sure, it's just like either way. I don't put them in my top 10, either of them, just because I think a good game, a solid game, can test, can stand the test of time. Like, I can go back and play Zero Mission over and over and over again, and I have very few complaints, even though that's a little newer than now, but like, there's even Super Nintendo games that I can just play over and over again. I can play Punch Out over and over again even though it's a game of the 80s there's nothing really that i would be like yeah this needs needs to be changed i think having played this one if you play future zelda titles especially stuff that really did iterate on the formula this established Mm -hmm. um i think you actually will find yourself enjoying them a whole lot more like wind waker um and twilight princess just really the three like 3d zeldas i don't know about skyward sword people are divided because of motion controls um i which played is... on the switch anyways which oddly enough the collector and me this is why we're doing this podcast so i can we and you're not as big a collector as i am but mm-hmm. to lessen the amount of games on my shelf that i can point to and say i've played because over 50 percent of my catalog is never been touched but mm-hmm. well the backlog I, never gets finished that's why it, yeah that's why it exists it's an inevitable cycle but uh i have link between worlds on 3ds that came packed in with a 3ds that i bought a long time ago oh, okay uh i have pretty much every zelda that's on switch besides like the hyrule warriors crap uh but like i have skyward sword i have link's awakening i now have tears of the kingdom i bought i bought breath of the wild really early on in the Switch's life because there wasn't much out there. Well, that was the Switch game. I mean, it launched with it, so yeah. And so I have all of those. I think I have every mainline Zelda game that's on the Switch, and I have even more Zelda games that I've just never <laughs> played. I want the series to be good because it is such a impactful series that is a good series, but I just... Ocarina of Time... <laughs> Ocarina of Time is old. Not. I don't think it's a good starting place. I don't think it's a good game. Disagree with you there. I think it's still a solid game that has aged. It it has aged. It's, it's a, not time. It's a good concept. It's not a good game. That's my that's my thoughts. All it, right. it does not. It was not executed well. But that was. But I can't blame it too much because it's a product of the time. So if you'd like to send Jake hate mail, his address <laughs> is no. <laughs> I have a P.O. box. His P.O. box. No, I feel like this is a this is a solid episode. Yeah. You firmly cemented yourself as the villain of this podcast. Yep. Not, and if you do, if you also are like Jake, I make these jokes. If you don't like Ocarina of Time or you don't like a game that is touted as one of the greatest games of all time, that's okay. Yeah. It's all subjective. I hate Pikmin, which is a really good way to tell you that that is our next episode. No. Potentially. Potentially. Depends on how the cookie crumbles with... Yeah. Uh, we 
we're still undecided. I think we should probably decide. So, Portal's done. We just Are we axing Portal? Portal might just be a Patreon Portal exclusive. It, Portal. Portal. Wow. Even and I did said that. In Portugal the, intro. the man might be. Thank a... you, my handsome, my handsome. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, Portal might be a Patreon exclusive because uh, you just, can you can see really that you was can tell that it was our first attempt at a podcast. Anyways, anyway, that's a great segue into the end of the podcast, the end of the backlog club. Hopefully, it's not the end. Don't say the end. The end of episode, episode one, one of the backlog yes. club. Excuse well, do me. Do you have any final thoughts? Though? I think I, I think I summed up everything. I it's a, it's I a good game. Point. It has aged, and I understand why you don't like it. I yeah. think maybe in a year or two, or in a few years, maybe you should just, you should just try it again. Give it a little, give it a little, give it a little taste on the 3ds. Maybe that'll be the last podcast we ever do. Yeah, Man, that's I will not, not a bad play, idea. I will not play Pikmin again on the Switch. I will not do it. I actually will lose my mind. So not everybody, you know, throws their pitchfork at me. I think for those who enjoy it, that's fine for you. But I don't think if you've never played a Zelda game, if you're a rare one like me, I guess not anymore. If you never played a Zelda game, don't start here. Start somewhere else. I don't know where that starting point is, but not here. And if you decide that you disagree with him and you still want to start with Ocarina of Time, please, for the love of all things Zelda, for the love of the goddess Hylia, start with the 3DS version. I can Please. agree with that. I Please. can agree with that. I the just, reason I picked it. I, I make my points very loud and proud because that's just who I am. I like to maybe teensy bit play it up for the camera, but the frustration is all there. And I may have held back a little bit on frustration just mm -hmm. because I think there's some points where user error the guy behind the controller is making it harder on himself, like not reading everything. It's just after a certain point I did, just to clarify, but not every game that I've ever played, majority of games I've ever played will kind of, let's just give you a little nudge. Yeah. That nudges that you can't really miss. And that's like the perfect balance for me. I and see that's where I think that's where I disagree a little bit again is i i just like the fact that you kind of have to go forth you have to have the initiative to go and find these things that help you along your way and that's these little <laughs> little bits of information that you you really do have to to and not even like really go in depth and seek out but it gets you to kind of start thinking a little outside the box as to how the items you have can be used I, that is when zelda is at its best when when they get you thinking how with all the things I have in conjunction with one another, how can I make this work? I feel like it's a little bit of a needle in the haystack approach for some key things in this game. Sure. And I sure. I just don't like that. Yeah. I don't like, like, with precedence of, okay, we're in the forest temple and we're going to need a key to unlock this chain, but not every hallway is going to have one. Not every path you go down is going to have one, but some of them have two. And it's just like, oh, well, I thought I, I thought I was done in this area because there's one. I got one. I'm done. Hey, blow oh, up no, that there's... rock pile in the corner and then yeah. use the lens of truth to open the chest. Yeah, it's just like the the I arbitrary difficulty of some of the things in this sure. game, the needle in the haystack approach to finding things. That's what I don't like, and I feel like that sums up 
my dislike with this game as a whole besides the terrible controls. My only rebuttal is get good. That is, once again, the end of episode one of the yeah. Backlog Club, I think. <laughs> now, now we're officially Now we're officially going to close out our thoughts. Yeah, there's um, just so much to talk about with this game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a 30-year-old game. Almost 30-year-old yeah. game. It's And it takes about that long to beat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny one. I hope you enjoyed episode one of the Backlog Club. Hopefully, you didn't uh, formulate too many bad opinions about Jake and I. I should probably say that, too, for the first time. Go follow all the socials. We have Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Patreon, and YouTube, all under at the Backlog Club. It's simple as that. I cannot believe we secured it with no underscores, no numbers, no nothing. Bag secured. Bag secured bag without secured. having to give a bag for it. I know, right? And so, yeah, we might not use all of them, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to get all of them now before some one of you snakes out in there in the audience steals it. When you when tries you, to get our five dollar ransom. When you Lizolfos out there. Yeah. You don't know what those are. It's okay. No. Lizards. Okay. The lizards. It's been an hour and forty five minutes. Thank you guys for watching. We will see you guys in the next one, whatever that is. Bye. Love you. Bye. You love them? Do you not? I...